Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, 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 Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Let me show you guys something. Now that I, as I'm talking, I can see my belt hanging over my mirror here in my bedroom. And I thought, you know, so why am I not wearing my belt? Because I usually always wear a belt. Well, guess what? I've probably gained the COVID-19. And so Monday, yesterday, I started getting serious about my food again, cutting out my carbs and my sugars, going more keto because... This, you have these one, two, three, four, five holes on my belt. Let me turn it over this way so you can see it. I don't know how long I've had this belt. But at one point in time, I was all the way out here on my belt. Well, usually, I'm right here because you can see it's pretty worn. So most days, I'm out here. But on occasion, I come out here. And when I come all the way out here, I'm like, mm-mm, big boy, you got to turn it down. So I haven't even been needing my belt lately. Pants are still a little baggy, but I want to get down here, and then I want to get down here where I got to poke a hole or just get a whole new belt. So anyway, thought I'd share that with you. Since my belt was there, happy, happy, happy Tuesday to you all. In fact, I was thinking it was like Wednesday and tomorrow was Thursday. Days are running together a bit. Today, I thought we would talk about the neurophysiology of walking on eggshells. Ever heard that before? The neurophysiology of walking on eggshells? Probably not. But you're going to hear it today. So what does that mean? Well, talking to one of my moms today, and she was saying that she was working really hard to try to stay calm, but I could hear the anxiety, I could hear the frustration, I could hear the overwhelm in her voice. And I said, you're working really hard to be calm and walking on eggshells. And she said, yes. And that is a very common it's a common illusion that we trick ourselves into as parents with our children. The illusion of walking on eggshells. And let's, let's talk about that. When you are walking on eggshells, you are essentially in a state of stress. Imagine, okay, if you had a whole bunch of eggshells in your living room and you're walking on top of the eggshells in hopes of not breaking them, right? That's the whole metaphor walking on eggshells you're walking on top of the eggshells trying not to break them mm -mm -mm. number one why is that almost an oxymoron because it is very very paradoxical you literally can't walk on eggshells they're gonna break but we say we're walking on eggshells when you're walking on eggshells you are literally stressed. So the neurophysiology of walking on, thank you there, Amy. The neurophysiology of walking on eggshells is literally, let me see, let me see what happens when I do this. What happens? I waved. Oh, I waved. Oh, I wave at people. Oh, interesting. Oh, looky there. Did I wave at you, Amy? Yes, I'm gonna wave at Cynthia. I just waved at everyone. I have these little things. I'm so, I'm so, hello, Mimi. I'm so, um, what is the word? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big technological person. So 
I don't like new stuff with technology. Like I've got a Galaxy S9 Plus and I've been getting these messages from Sprint that the 10 is available and I should get the 10 and I can do the 10. Um, I'm going to talk to that in just a moment, Erica. And, and I just can't do it because I don't even want to make that switch. And it's almost the same phone. I don't want to make that switch. So things pop up on here like the stars and the waves. And I never even attempt to try it because, number one, I'm really just not that interested. But number two, it's always interesting. So in response to the neurophysiology of walking on eggshells, which means you're literally, your amygdala is activated, you're stressed, which means your cellular system has constricted into survival, and now you are emitting a physiology of stress, a physiology of fear, because your cells are sending off a vibration. When you are walking on eggshells, you are stressed. Why are you walking on eggshells? Because your child's stressing you out. Why is your child stressing you out? Because they're stressed out. Now guess what? Everyone is essentially stressed out. What can you do with that as a parent? You have to get off in the freaking eggshells. Talk about that in just a moment. So Erica says, I felt it just today, not only walking on eggshells, spelling my words in my head before letting them out of my mouth. Mmm, mmm, mmm. That's good, Erica. Whoo, I feel that. I, I feel that, sister. I feel that. Spelling the words in your head before even letting them out of your mouth. And here's the thing, guys. It, so what do you do to prevent yourself from walking on eggshells? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three things that you, I'm going to give you five things you can do. Pulling these down from the universe. Need to download five things you can do. Number one thing you can do when you are walking on eggshells, tell the person or people who you are walking on eggshells with that you are feeling freaked out. Tell them you are feeling scared. Express your feelings. Tell them you are scared. Tell them you're stressed. Tell them you're feeling overwhelmed. Communicate what it is you're feeling. Make the emotional vibration that's getting communicated, make it conscious and make it known. Why? Because if you don't, they will misperceive your words. They'll misperceive your actions. They'll misperceive your facial expressions wrong because their amygdala is sensing a threat, looking at you, looking for the threat, and everything you say is going to come across as a threat because your amygdala is looking to sur survive. Your amygdala is looking to protect yourself. So the first thing you've got to do when you feel like you're walking on eggshells is say, I feel like I'm walking on freaking eggshells and I don't like it and it's making me mad and it's making me stressed and it's making me feel sad. That's the number, number one thing you got to do. Acknowledge it. Put it out there. You're afraid. You're afraid that the thing that has happened before is going to happen again. So you are reacting from the past, obsessing about the future, or taking yourself out of the present. And if you're not in the present, you're not here. The first thing you got to do is acknowledge what you're feeling. I didn't say acknowledge what the other person is feeling. I said acknowledge what you're feeling. Second thing you got to do, get yourself some space. If you need it, get yourself some space. Say, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to my room. If you have a child who's got abandonment and rejection sensitivities, tell them you'll be back. But tell them because you're so overwhelmed, you don't want to do anything you're going to regret. You're going to just take a break. Number three. number So that's number two. So number three, with that taking, 
taking the break, go have your feelings. Maybe you're in grief. Maybe you're in anger. Maybe you just have sadness. Maybe you just have frustration. Go have those feelings. Go lay on the bed. Ball up in a, in a, in a, in a little fetal position. Stare in the mirror. Stand in your closet. Lay down on the floor. Whatever you got to do. Bury your head in your pillow. See, now I'm giving you like number three, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Bury your head in your pillow. Jump up and down. What do you have? Whatever you got to do, honor what you're feeling. Honor what you're feeling internally. What is in here? What is in here? Because that's taking an unconscious experience and making it more conscious. So it's very, very important. Number four, don't worry about the other person. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about your child. They're not going to kill anyone. No one's going to die. Don't worry about them. Just let them go. If they walk out the door, let them go. If they if they get in the refrigerator, let them have it. If they turn on the television or the computer, who cares? Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Stop obsessing about the other individual. Stop obsessing about the other individual. Number five thing to do when you are locked into the paradox of walking on eggshells is breathe, 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 because you are not thinking clearly and your short-term memory is not available. Breathe. So important. You've got to breathe. If you don't stop and breathe. And you guys, if you seen, have you seen the little, you've probably seen the little short videos that we're putting out now. And it starts out with the BP. And if you turn your sound up, if you listen, it goes like this. That's because I'm breathing. Three breaths, three breaths. If you find yourself walking on eggshells, you've got to breathe. And none of those things you might not do necessarily in sequence. You know, the definite, the first one I do think is kind of starts the whole sequence is saying how you feel. That's the neurophysiology of walking on eggshells. Remember, find yourself walking on eggshells, you're in an impossible scenario. You can't win the scenario because you can't actually walk on eggshells. The stress is going to get communicated. Everyone's going to feel it. And then everyone's going to be more stressed out. So just honor yourself. And honor the other individual. And I hope this was helpful. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints. What are your blueprints? Ask yourself, what are your blueprints for stress, fear, and overwhelm? When you're walking on eggshells, where did you learn that from? Where did that come from? So we can, we can continue to react from those blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down, we can take three to ten deep breaths and choose love. Someone's calling me. I'm going to have to decline that. And maybe I'll call them back. It's a California number. Um, Annette says, I've worked with families impacted by trauma for years. You speak so candidly and honestly with a wealth of information for so many years.
breath. Reset the parasympathetic system. Thank you so very much, Annette. Thank you so very much. And keep up your great work. And you, Suzanne Miller, you keep up your great work over there in Scotland also. God bless each and every one of you. Have a fantastic, fantastic evening. Choose love. And I'll see you tomorrow.